Remember that old Bob Dylan song called The Times They Are Changing? And in it, Bob writes that we often criticize what we don't understand. We certainly know the Bible says that there's nothing new under the sun. And we also know the Lord gives us all we need to overcome in this life by faith. He gives us the fruit and the gifts of the Spirit, the full armor of God, and he gives us discernment of the times and the seasons as we seek and hunger after him with all our heart, soul, and strength, and as we love our neighbors as ourselves. Love is the root of what drives us. It is our life force. It is our light. It is our shining beacon of hope to fulfill what the Lord created each of us for. In Matthew twelve thirty-two, we read, And whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven. But whoever speaks against the Spirit, the Holy One, will not be forgiven, either in this world and age or in the world and age to come. Wow, ponder that, meditate on that, about what it is to blaspheme the Holy Spirit. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus has cast out a demon from a formerly blind and mute man, they assert it is only by Beelzebub, the prince of demons, that this man casts out demons, we read in Matthew twelve twenty four. Jesus replies, if Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. And if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore, they will be your judges. But if it is by the Spirit of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Jesus notes that the Pharisees' accusations that he cast out the demons by the power of Beelzebub, a Philistine deity that he associates with Satan, However, Jesus dispels this pharisaical allegation by suggesting it is not a demon that healed the blind man, but rather the Spirit of God. This casting out of the demon by Jesus that the Pharisees attributed to the work of a foreign god was actually achieved by the power of the Holy Spirit. We need to be careful how we judge and how we discern the spirits and the times. What is the unforgivable sin? And I'm reading from um, notes from Israel Bible Center. Dr. Nicholas Shazer writes this. Immediately after the Pharisees misidentify the power behind Jesus' work, the Messiah mentions blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. In light of this context, readers can know that it is to speak against the Holy Spirit, is to attribute an act of the Spirit to Satan. Therefore, in order for someone to commit the unforgivable sin, that person would need to see or hear about a miraculous act of God and reject it as the devil's doing. How often do we hear about Christians criticizing or judging others that are different or that we don't understand or obeying the Lord in a new, fresh way that we don't understand ourselves? Blasphemy against the Holy Spirit isn't just any old error that one might commit unwittingly. Rather, the unpardonable transgression is a deliberate declaration that it identifies divine activity as a diabolic endeavor from Satan himself. In other words, the unforgivable sin is attributing the work of the Holy Spirit to the work of Satan. 
And how can we avoid this sin? On the one hand, we can learn from this passage is that Christians might think twice about rushing to label another Christian, a fellow believer, ministry, or a movement as demonic. If the indictment is incorrect, it could lead to an interminable iniquity that can keep us from heaven and encountering God's presence, even our own salvation. Take this seriously, my friends. This is why Jesus follows his exposition of the unforgivable sin by saying that people will give account for every careless word they speak. On the other hand, as long as believers are not in the habit of slandering their fellow Christians as satanic, they could know that they have not perpetrated this unpardonable offense. To be sure, the New Testament says to test the spirits to see whether they are from God, for many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is so true. But testing the spirits in order to avoid false teachings need not include accusations of devilish dealings. Jesus cautions us in order to avoid swearing an oath falsely, one should not swear at all. Likewise, a similar principle applies in the case of the unforgivable sin. In order to ensure no slander against the Spirit, just don't slander at all. I repeat, in order to ensure no slander against the Spirit, just don't slander at all. Oswald Chambers, the great Christian author, wrote a great quote that I often share. And he said that the Spirit of God did not give us discernment to criticize, but to intercede for those others. So when we encounter mighty signs and wonders or things we don't understand, or they could very well be from the enemy in the days to come, as there are many false prophets and angels of light going forth, we need to draw closer to the Lord in hunger, in discernment, and in surrender as we grow in our ability and sensitivity to hear the Holy Spirit above all else, and then to discern and not judge wrongly, lest we be judged. So be blessed and meditate on this and take it before the Lord. And I just declare all spiritual blessings on you and your beautiful families today. In Jesus' name, amen.